When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Buffs Inside Zone. I'm voice of the Buffs, Mark Johnson. Great to have the podcast back. You remember, we were doing the Inside Zone of the previous staff, and after a little bit of hiatus and with all that's going on in the world, we thought we'd bring it back and talk to some figures in CU Athletics on all different fronts. We thought we'd start with the brand-new assistant coaches for the Colorado Buffaloes under head coach Carl Durrell. And we're starting out with a new old face, a guy that had been with the Buffaloes previously in the Gary Barnett era in 2000 to 2004, that being defensive line coach Chris Wilson. Chris, great to have you on the Inside Zone. Kind of a crazy time for all of us here across the country and in the world of athletics. How you get along? Well, you know, as of now, it's kind of like the rest of the country. Uh, everybody's just kind of stable, you know, with, and with me having all my children that are adults now, uh, they're all over the country. Uh, my, my daughter, Colby, she's in uh, the California area. She's finishing up her uh, sophomore year in uh, college at Eastern Washington. And uh, Caleb, my son, he's training in, um, in uh, Houston right now, getting ready to report back. Uh, to the NFL once they open up their doors. So uh, it's, been, it's been strange and busy, but everybody right now stays in sound. You know, I, I was thinking about it. I was going to talk with all you new assistant coaches. I thought, here you are, you're a football coach. What a football coach does is coach football. When there are no players to coach, what does a football coach do? Well, at that point, what you start doing is you, you do uh, – you, you coach yourself quite a bit. <laughs> you uh, you got to have a lot of discipline and structure in regards because there's always something to do, uh, especially right now with a new staff. We're in the evaluation process, uh, so we're still working on recruiting. Uh, we're still working with our, 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 our current players that are on, on the roster. So uh, yeah, there's plenty to do, I mean, especially getting to build relationships with these guys right now. Well, what's it like coming back to Colorado? You, you were, when I got to the Buffs in 2004, and, and you and I worked together at Illinois State at a previous stop years ago, so... I think what that means is you and I have known each other so long. Back in the day, we were younger and a lot thinner, I would guess. Uh, <laughs> what's it like coming back to Colorado now for the second time? It's amazing. I mean, it's a little surreal because um, you have such great memories uh, from when you were here. Uh, we had some really great times, really great players, and 
won a lot of games. So, you know, you, you get excited about the opportunity to get back and uh, get this place going back in the direction that it deserves. Because, again, it's one of the, to me, it's one of the, the, the best universities and football programs in college football. What, what was your relationship with, with Carl Durrell? I know the coaching world's a, a small world, and so you guys all eventually kind of know each other in one degree or another. What, what was your history with Carl Durrell before you came back to be part of his staff? You know, it was funny, Mark. The biggest thing is Carl and I have just known each other through mutual friends for years. We had never worked together, but uh, in regards to John Embry and, and, and myself and, and Eric Bainley, Vance Joseph, there were a lot of ties, and we had always kind of you know, know each other from afar. So when the opportunity came for uh, me to be on the staff, I was super excited because I had seen his work. I mean, I coached against him when he was at UCLA, and I was at Oklahoma, and uh, he had the program really going at that point. So I had a lot of respect from him from afar, and this just was an easy transition when uh, the opportunity presented itself. I'll tell you what, nobody was more excited uh, than my current broadcast partner, Gary Barnett, when I told him you were coming back. <laughs> well, i tell you this. You know, um, I learned a lot. You know, there are a lot of people that you really respect in this industry. Uh, Gary Barnett's at the top of that list. Uh, just what he taught me from an organizational standpoint, of being a professional, um, how to manage things, how to put a team together. I mean, uh, I, I, I thank Gary for that because, again, he'll never know how much uh, he helped in my development. But, Chris, can you believe, I mean, he moved over after the coaching career ended, he moved over to the dark side. He's actually on the media side now. Can you believe that? I know. You know, I, I always say, Gary's a great communicator. He could be a CEO of a, of a, a top a fifty company if he wanted to. So, again, that doesn't surprise me at all. Although he did make the comment to me one day. He said, you know, it's a lot easier up here in the booth. Uh, you're never wrong and you never lose a ball game when you're sitting up there in the microphone. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, hey, great point. I think, but, you know, I think like anything, you, 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 you miss the day-to-day camaraderie. And, um, again, that's what he, he showed us as a staff on you know, how to be organized and, and how to put a team together. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll forever be grateful for Gary Barnett for that. Hey, like I said, we want to tell people a little bit about your story. Uh, many fans will know this, many won't, that you were a, a player at Oklahoma. What kind of player was Chris Wilson for the Sooners? Um, I, I was a guy who, who took pride in wearing the, 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 lo- the logo uh, from the standpoint that, you know, I, I wanted to be a giver. Um, I wanted to be a part of something hopefully bigger than myself. And, uh, again, there were a lot of talented guys there. So, you know, it was never about a question of talent. It's about, you know, the work ethic and the work you put in and the commitment you put in. And so uh, I think my, my greatest point, other than being a, a good teammate, was being a, a two-time captain. I think that's something that, um, mm. that, that was really important to me. And, and, you know, and we, won, we, won some, we won some games, but we didn't win enough against the Buffalo, so that hurt. <laughs> so you got to live with that for the rest of your life, don't you? got to live with that, yeah, because they were really – Talk about those teams in the in the in the in the eighties and nineties. They were amazing. Yeah, you know, I, and and you. So you've seen the Buffaloes program when it is was at its best. When it was yeah. one of the top programs in America. When it won a national championship. You know what this program is capable of. Does that give you great optimism as you come in and take over this as a, an assistant coach now? It does, uh, because you know. I always tell people, I says, you know, you can. There's history and tradition, and uh, CU has both. And so, when you when you look at those banners and you look at the the people who played here, and and again, in the not too recent past, you know, they, they've had success. So, what we've got to do is just, you know, get in here and do the work. And um, and that's and that's the big plan. Everybody's excited about getting to work and and uh, putting a good plan together for us to get back to where we 
You know, last Monday we, we had uh, Coach Durrell uh, on the television show. So it was last time I was on campus, actually. And, and, and as he and I were standing there and they're setting the, the cameras up, I asked him about, kind of like I did you, what does a football coach do when there's nobody to coach? And he said, we're using this time to catch up. As a new staff, he says, we get together. And he said, obviously, you're behind because everyone else has got staffs that have been established. I hadn't thought of it that way. That This downtime for every program allows your guys to get organized, to get your systems in place, and to get familiar with each other, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it does because, you know, right now everybody's under the same umbrella across the, across the country. So what it does allow us to get in and start, um, you know, get, getting everything in order, uh, get things lined up. You have recruiting coming. You had spring ball at one point, uh, getting getting academics ready for your for your current players, and, and then you got your new players coming in. So, like I said, there's always something to do. There's plenty to do every day. Your last uh, couple of stops in the coaching world have been in the NFL. Well, what's, the, what's the major difference between coaching college and coaching in the pros? Uh, I think the two major things that, that stick out to me is, uh, one, is, is, you know, the NFL is all ball. Uh, so um, you, 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 you really, I think, your football IQ uh, continues to grow when that's all you do. And then second, uh, communication. Um, you, you're dealing with multimillionaires, and uh, you got to be an excellent communicator when you get those guys. But I think two things that are really important, A, is that they have to know that you can help them improve. Mm-hmm. B, you have to be a great communicator. You have to be able to articulate your points and get these guys to buy into it. As long as you've been coaching, I love asking this question of coaches who have been around for a while and experienced kind of a couple of generations of players. Are, are college players, have they changed? Do you approach them differently now than maybe you did back in the 90s? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't believe so. I think uh, the modes of communication have changed. I think the messages are still similar. Um, you know, guys at this level want to know how you can help them improve, and I'm talking about the college level. Yeah. And 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 you got to be able to communicate. You got to be able to, to meet them where they're at. And so, uh, I think those those things haven't changed. I think you know the modes from uh, social media has definitely changed a lot, a lot. But uh, other than that. I think the communication is still the communication. Some honesty, having some integrity, and having a good plan for each guy that you're going to add to your program. I had a coach say to me a while back, he said, you know, all the things that you just talked about, he said, are all, all very true. He said, and the truth of the matter is, so there have been changes culturally, but football players still want to be coached hard. Have you found that? You know, I think they do. Yeah. And especially the ones who have really good self-awareness. One of the big things that that, that you really have that I think um, us as teachers and coaches are more aware of is, is having good self-awareness, hey, knowing the student-athlete, you know, and, and what are their needs. I mean, being a custom tailor because they're not all the same. Hmm. And so you really gotta you really got to detail your, your, your coaching style to each player. How different was it when you got back on campus and, and seen what the facilities are now compared to when you were there in 04 and 05? Yeah, it, it's uh, you know I remember when when the Champion Center was first built, 
Uh, Gary and I were talking about it. He said, you know, I wasn't sure I'd ever see the day that Colorado would have those kind of facilities because it's been talked about for so long, and it really kind of has lifted this program where it can compete with anybody, hasn't it? It has. I mean, it's, not only is it, it's, it has all the bells and whistles, it's super functional. Yeah. And to me, when you're going to have student-athletes in the building as much as they are, and, and it's, you, you want to make it a place where they feel like they, they want to be, and, and, and it has all of that. I mean, it's functional. It has everything you need in regards to operating at a high level. Uh, from academics to a training table. It's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. Well, I tell you what, man, it's great to have you back on, on campus. I can't wait until you guys get to actually coach here at some point in time. So welcome back to the Buffaloes. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it, buddy. Great to catch up with Chris Wilson, the new defensive line coach for the Colorado Buffaloes under head coach Carl Durrell. Of course, the second stint for Chris with the Buffaloes. He was with Gary Barnett from 2000 to 2004, and I've got history longer than that, in fact. I worked with Chris at Illinois State back when I was the voice of the Redbirds from 1998 to 99 before Chris took off for Army at that point in time. So I worked with him for a couple of years. Fantastic coach and an even better man. Great to have him back with the Buffaloes. We'll continue our series of talking with the new assistant coaches for Coach Carl Durrell, great to have the Inside Zone podcast back. I'm Voice of the Buffs, Mark Johnson. Thanks for joining us. Be safe out there, and we'll talk to you next time on the Buffs Inside Zone. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.